Welcome again, everyone, to the Two Toms Talk and Travel podcast. We are the official travel experts here in Podcast Town. And if you don't believe us, just ask the mayor. Ready to get down to business and talk some travel, Tom? And let's do it. Hello, 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 everybody. Two Toms Talk and Travel is back on the air. It has been a while, my friend. It's very good to see you. Today is a monumental day. It's a monumental show. It's amazing. We talked about it pre-show today. I don't know if the FCC, you know, yeah. I thought for sure they had to shut us down. I don't yeah. know if they have any control over what we say here, but yeah. I figured, you know. So let's tell the folks what this is all about. We've been doing this. As, we've been doing it a year. It's our yeah. one year anniversary one right year, now. One people, year is... we've been talking about travel and bringing you some great guests, some insights, some deals, some bargains, yeah. some knowledge. So we've been really doing, I think we've been doing a good job. I think so too. Yeah. As we reflect back, I mean, a year of doing this, it has gone by so fast, but at the same time, you know, it was a rough year. It was a tough year for the travel industry, tough year for our colleagues in the travel industry. So having been doing this for a year, we had the chance this morning just to look back a little bit and kind of talk about, we started doing this at a time when travel was really in a bad place. And don't mean to cut you off there, but I listened to episode one this morning as I was driving in and I think episode one for right out of the shoot, we did a pretty good job. We had a good time, a lot of good energy. But what was funny is we referenced in that show, we're like, you know, the last three months have been horrible. We made it sound like it was just confined to those three months. Little did we know from show one, every show we did, there just continued to be a little bit more optimism, a little bit more, God, I hate to use the phrase again because I'm sick of it. The world's opening up. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, looking back on that, things like the Two Times Talk and Travel Show was something that we could do as professional travel agents. We've been doing this for a long time just to keep the conversation going about traveling, maybe answer some of the questions that people had, give people some insights and some confidence and some information that they need to make decisions about their next trip. And I hope that we've accomplished that. Yeah. I think we sat down and we were genuine. We were open and honest. And seriously, that I think. Doing the podcast, The Two Toms, starting a year ago, really was a little bit of a therapy for me. Exactly. Me too. I did this, and I think you as well. We did this more for ourselves than the two listeners out there. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate both you guys, but it really was therapeutic for me. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we've talked about just coming here, and we want to send a big thanks out to Elsie Fonar, too, our podcast producer and guy that's helped us through this because really never having done a podcast before, you know, it's like, how do you do it? And you guys probably may not all come through, but we're in a really nice professional studio. We have great mics and great yeah. setup and everything. So a great being, environment. Yeah, great environment for that. So big thanks to Elsie Fenard year in of us doing this because... Speaking of on the first show, you and I continued to talk about how old we were and how disconnected from technology we were. And yeah. I, I, I was like, boy, we should have probably bailed off. We probably lost lots of listeners because we just like, kept oh saying, my God, we're these so guys old, are old, these are and, disconnected yeah. from technology. But you just pointed out about the studio and LZ and the whole setup is so true. It's a comfortable environment to come in. Yeah. So yeah, when we look back, like we were talking this morning pre-show and We've really had some very cool guests and we've had some great conversations. We've had a lot of laughs. We've had a few screw ups, you know, a few <laughs> issues, but hey, you know what? That happens. It's the course of life. But on today's show, we just want to reflect on that a little bit. Going all the way back to the beginning. Who was our first guest? Michelle Payette from Michelle Playa Resorts. Payette. Michelle Payette. Oh, she's going to be so proud of herself when she hears this Yeah, she podcast. actually classed, gonna... she classed up show one pretty, pretty <laughs> she good. Did. So. She did. 
that, that she had far to go, but yeah. So, and I think that's a you know, kind of a cool part of what we bring. And hopefully all of you guys listening have experienced that is we've really tried to give you a really good broad selection of guests. You know, this is not a sales show. Our job is not to try to sell you travel. It's to inform and entertain. And so when we have representatives from a hotel company like Playa Resorts and Michelle on, yeah, she's giving us what's happening on the ground and information you can use and a little bit of promo and sales for her resort, of course, but hopefully not in an over-the-top kind of way that makes you feel like, hey, we're trying to sell you something because that's not the mission. No. And along the same lines of the hotel venues, we had Ash Tembi with us. Ash Tembi from AIC, or as most people would know, Hard Rock Resorts was with us. And he's so dynamic and he's so animated. I just really wish that would have been a video podcast because he just loves his product and his brand and what he does. And the same thing. I mean, he sold it to people, but he told you about it. And if it fit your needs and interests, then you got to look into it. But if it didn't, it was just very entertaining and informative information. Yeah. In our world, we're very lucky to have access to these types of people like Ash Tembi or Michelle Payette and other industry colleagues because they really are the best of the best. You know, we work in industry where it's very big, but at the same time, it's very small. The circle of people that we have as colleagues, whether it's other agents or whether it's resort or cruise line or tour operator friends, we know each other. It's a small business and we all are working to help each other to be successful. So having them on the show is awesome. And I've had a few favorites as we look back. I've had a few favorites, the episodes that we've done. Anytime you get to talk to Joel Peterson, <laughs> it's an automatic supercharge, right? It's literally a shot of espresso. It, is, it, is, it goes yeah. through your body yes. and out your toes, man. Yeah, exactly. So anytime you got Joel involved, you know, he's so passionate about Vegas. There's so many new things that we learned about Vegas on that show that are happening that really resonate. Which is kind of cool because when we had him on the show, we were talking about things that were going to be happening in the future. There was going to be the opening of the new Virgin Hotel. There was going to be the opening of the Circa, which is the brand new build hotel in downtown Las Vegas, which has got the the Vegas world buzzing. People are flocking back down to downtown. And then there was the development of this world's resort international, which was another huge undertaking across from the wind property. And now that were months, months, months later from when we talked to Joel, these places are open and they're happening. And the response for just for Circa to pick one hotel has been unbelievable. If you're a sports fan, this is the hotel you want to be at for just a Sunday football game because it appeals to all the senses, the largest bar, the viewing display on the top, on the roof. I mean, it was so fun to talk about those places, but now we have clients coming back that are just blown away by it. Right. Yeah. So definitely, you know, goes from from that conceptual conversation into it's a reality now. You know, it's happening. So there's a lot of gratification from seeing that. And I know that Joel's still fired up. I mean, that's like his mode of operation. Oh, absolutely. But I'm sure they're so excited. And I can't wait to get to Vegas and check some of that out. So that was a definite highlight for me. And we were able to jump on with our good friend Juan Carlos. Yeah, Juan Carlos down in Los Cabos. And that was, I was leading up to my trip to Cabo. So it made Mm -hmm. it so applicable to me for Juan Carlos to let us know about everything, how it's opening up, how it's functioning, what percentage of the restaurants and bars are open and the excursions and things like that. I thought that was a very insightful show we did with him. And it got me, and I do enough traveling, it got me all fired up to go to Cabo. And I mean, it's, that's, hopefully it's doing that to our listeners as well. So Juan Carlos was a great guest. Yeah, that's a good example too of, we're really trying to give like some firsthand accounts whether it's from people in the destination on location. We had Kevin Fremming, 
live. We were with him for one of our very first podcasts. Right. And you talk about the level of executive he is in a company yeah. that's, that is a public company. Right. That's a great relationship that we have that not a lot of people were able exactly. to look no, into. Used to, yeah, no, it's a big deal for sure. And been there, done that. The fact that we've been actively traveling and can speak from a firsthand perspective, I think is really important. I mean, we survived a hurricane. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was, that was a big one. Yeah, Hurricane <laughs> Zeta. Yeah, that's we got right. to talk about that. And hopefully to all of you listening, hopefully that means something that hey, you know what, you're getting a firsthand approach, whether it's for trips that we took, your trip to Hobosh, we survived a hurricane, all the other trips that we've been taking, we want to relate that to you. We want you to get a sense of how does it all work and what can you expect to happen? We can't cover everything in minute detail. Number one, we don't want to bore you to death. Right. But number two, you have a professional travel agent, whether it's me or Tom or someone else, that's part of the transition and the questions that you ask to them to say, hey, you know what? I want to make sure that we have the bases covered, which is why I'm using an agent. So hopefully that's come through too. We're big advocates for our colleagues in the travel industry. There's a reason why you should use a travel agent. And hopefully we've expressed that. And Right. That's, I'd say we've calmly, that's been an underlying message all yeah. along, but it's never been in your face. It's always right. been, hey, this is what we suggest. And it benefits you. It benefits community. And as you and I spoke, there's so many great travel agents out there nationwide. Yep. Absolutely. Find yourself a great local travel agent, somebody that's vested in your vacation, somebody that's vested in the community. And spend those dollars there. I mean, it's, I don't want to bash the OTAs or the big, but yeah, I want to bash them because I guarantee you not many of them are putting too much money in any of the local chambers, pockets, or in any of the local communities. So support your travel agent. More importantly, they're going to be there for you when you get back. I mean, the last thing a travel agent wants to do is screw up your vacation. I mean, some people think that's what they want to do, but they don't. They're vested in your trip, man. You can do a lot more damage to a travel agent if you come back and have a bad experience, yep. then I you mean, can to an OTA. Yeah, booking online for an online travel agent or OTA, OTA as we call sorry. them, <laughs> it's a transaction. It's a one-off. If they never see you again, it's not a big deal. For a travel agent, it's a lifetime relationship, right? Our goal is to be your travel agent and work with you for 10 years, 20 years. In the case of Lamakia Travel, 80 years. 90. 90. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> missed, sorry. Missed 10 years. Missed here, a so decade. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I know. I look 80, not 90. Yeah, I know. I can't believe you've been there from the beginning. I That's, know. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> it is amazing. I was a twinkle in a couple <laughs> eyes at the beginning. A few <laughs> generations of eyes yeah. I was in there. So that's a big differentiator, right? A one-time, one-off transaction online with a kind of nameless, faceless website or a personal relationship with a travel agent that's going to be there for the long term. And personality. When you talk about bringing personality into the travel and selling it, that's what an agency tries to do. But I think from our standpoint of the two Tom's talk and travel, we've tried to provide that and give a glimpse of people of really how we think and how our businesses think. I mean, we've had a lot of fun with the two Tom's talk and podcast because you look at some of our guests, like First Officer Scott, yeah, right? right? We brought a pilot in to talk about what that experience was during COVID. This was just when people were just starting to fly again. And we got some great insight and some great stories of people that were less than professional to them or or what the feeling is for the pilots that are are flying. So First Officer Scott has definitely got to be coming back on the show again. And then we go from that standpoint all the way to, we kind of like in this a little bit more about lifestyle to to Danny Bonanno. Yes. Daniel Bonanno, the chef of a pig in a fur coat in Madison, Wisconsin. And we talked about the importance of local cuisine and it really gives you a feel of what you're experiencing and how food and travel are so tightly knit together. We want to do more of that moving yeah, forward, a I lot agree. more how these things connect. So, Well, there's within 
the world of travel, and that's one of the reasons why we started doing this, there is so much to talk about. I mean, this is our 16th episode today, by the way, and we could have a hundred and still not scratch the surface of all the intricacies of what's happening out there, all the different things on travel lifestyle, all the different destinations, all the new things that are happening. So we're growing up a little bit too. I just want to throw this out there. One of our more recent guests, Greg Takahara. Yes. I mean, we talk about fun and whatnot, but Greg Takahara, uh, president of Tourism Cares, we had a great conversation with him about sustainability, about equality, about investing in the communities, about making a difference, do smart travel. And it really opened my eyes. Yeah. I ended up becoming a member of Tourism Cares, and I'm very excited to follow it. And there's, when you talk about a broad spectrum, I mean, that is such a broad spectrum. Yes, for I sure. mean, it blows my mind. So I'm glad we have a good time with everything, but being a little bit more responsible too is kind of... yeah. I think so too, kind of bringing that to our listeners because, hey, you know what? In the course of your day-to-day life, you might not think about it. You might not have an opportunity or even be aware that our organization like Tourism Cares is out there, that you can play a role, like you're now a member of it and you're following it. And I think that it means a lot to the movement, right? It means a lot to what Greg Takahara is trying to accomplish because, hey, you know what? It takes a lot of resources. It takes a lot of people to being on board with that to make a big impact. So I applaud you for that, my friend. Well, let's see if we can make a difference. So, but one of our favorite guests, I kind of, as I look at the list, we've had quite a few, but Robin Basso. Yes. Robin's one of our favorite guests because she is living the spirit of what she represents, Yes, which is the Hawaiian Islands. She does. Yeah. She typifies that and just her whole vibe the whole aloha approach to life. And even when she's not in Hawaii, she represents that. So having Robin on the show, and and at that time, Hawaii was going through a lot of difficulties. There's the travel restrictions and everything that was required for Hawaii travel. It was essentially shut down. Um, Now that is progressing. I have clients leaving for Hawaii in three weeks. So prepping for that. And you yourself were able to get to Hawaii and have that 30th anniversary trip with you and Monica, right? Yeah, the Aloha spirit. And it's great that we're talking about this today because it's July 8th and effective July 8th, Hawaii is dropping their no pre-travel testing to come in and out. And having traveled to Hawaii in multiple islands, I had to be tested multiple times. And not having to do that is such a relief because there's such a stress level about making sure you've got the right proper test, making sure that the state safe travel website, all your documents were properly downloaded and that I didn't have to stand in a long line upon arrival and all these different things. But effective today, there's no pre-testing required. All you need is to upload a copy of your vaccination certificate and have a hard copy with you. And there's no quarantine. There's no line. There's no hassles. It makes it so much more wonderful. And I will tell you, I would go through the experience I had to go to Hawaii because it had been 35 years since I had been there. And my trip to Hawaii, Maui and Kauai, was just absolutely amazing. Monica and I tend to be a little bit more chill and laid back, hang out at the the pool, at the beach, do a little walking here and there. But our trip to Hawaii, I mean, we put probably 175 miles on the car each island. You know, so that's a lot of miles because the islands are not that big. And I would say, when hiking wise, we hiked miles and miles. And we got to see and experience and explore both Maui, both Kauai from one end to the other end, got to meet the people. And I will tell you what, the Hawaiian people are so excited to have tourists back in. They welcomed us with open arms. The thing I like is that when we talk a little bit about Greg Takahara and Tourism Cares, what Hawaii is doing with their infrastructure and their tourism, they're starting to limit 
people that can hike or go to the falls or any of these exceptionally popular tourist destinations, they're trying to manage it a little bit. And they're just one country that's doing it. I mean, globally, that's happening around the world, which does make things a little more inconvenient for people if you're traveling. And it also makes it a little bit, probably a better idea to work with a travel agent that's aware of these things and can help you. Machu Picchu, another example, we have a group trip going there in July. We're right now figuring out the group is going to be small enough to get our own group through on the excursion and things like that, which really on the back end is difficult for us. But the super cool thing is if it's helping the environment, if it's helping the, that area and it's keeping things intact, then, you know, I'm all for it. Yeah, I agree. And we talked about those specific things with Greg and prior to that, but it really has given some of these destinations the chance for a reset. And that doesn't mean that, like in the case of Hawaii that you mentioned, that everything's going to be limited or shut down, but there's more thoughtfulness to it. They have a chance to kind of reset things and change where that bar is compared to what it was. And I think that's a good thing. I mean, for Hawaii, like for my clients, one of the things we're ensuring that we do is address things up front. Don't wait till you get to Hawaii to make the restaurant reservations because you know what? Your chances of getting the restaurant you want or the tour you want decreases dramatically because either limited capacity or the popularity of it or the return of the travel demand. So, you know, one of the things that we're doing for our clients is making sure that we're proactive and getting those things done before they leave as opposed to waiting till when they get there. Which is great advice. I mean, my own experience, it took me three, I think I was booking restaurant reservations five weeks out. And at five weeks out, I was still having a tough time getting into more of the popular restaurants. So I did a few nights of the 10 nights we were there, three nights at reservations. Probably about four weeks out, I was doing my excursions. And a lot of, like you said, a lot of that was sold out. So we worked through it. And now my whole team and I've had two other agents at the office that have been to Hawaii this year as well. That's all part of the sales process. It's all part of, like you just said, letting people know. And Hawaii is going to be very popular. It's going to stay popular for a long time. And again, having just been there, it reminds me of why. I mean, we stayed, when we were there, we stayed at the Kilani, which is in the Wailea area of Maui. And that was beautiful. It was just very country clubish, very lush, green, very nice hotels, just absolutely beautiful. And then when we were in Kauai, we stayed at the Grand Hyatt. And the Grand Hyatt was the most tropical Polynesian hotel I've ever stayed at. You just felt Aloha spirit all the way through you. So those were, you know, it was funny because we stayed at these really nice hotels. And then we just bandana on, t-shirts, shorts, tennis shoes, yeah. or hiking shoes, throw our crap in the car, take off for seven hours of the day and just kind of bum our way through. And that was great. And then you pull up in the parking lot, it's really super classy, <laughs> beautiful hotel where the tiki torches are blowing and all the way up the driveway and the lights are on and the Aloha music's playing, the ukulele over here is going on. And, you know, you're just like, Best of all worlds, yes. man. Best of all worlds. So I just absolutely love Hawaii. And anybody out there that's thinking of going, you know what? Contact your travel agent. Start process now. Even if it's a year from now, start getting a feel of it because it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, because it is a destination that requires a lot of pre-planning. Number one is, in most cases, for most travelers, it's a multi-island experience, right? It's yeah, maybe you can go to Honolulu and stay and experience everything there, and that's the trip or Maui, but. What we find a lot of our clients do is, like you did, a multi-island trip. You're going to go to Maui for maybe three or four nights. You're going to go to Kauai for maybe three or four nights so that you really do get a flavor for it. Because it's, for us here in Wisconsin, it's a long way to go, right? Exactly. You got to do it right. The best part about Hawaii is when we're out, you're meeting the locals. You're meeting people. Monica and I met an interesting gentleman and he gave us a little insight. He worked at the Waimea Falls and... 
we're talking about that because you hike through and then you're probably 100 yards away and it says don't cross here, but everybody continues to cross to go to the bottom of the falls. And it's an unbelievable experience as the water's coming off. It seems like the top of the ridge is so far up, you can hardly see up there and the water's coming down. It's beautiful. And some young people going under the waterfalls and all their signs everywhere. It says, don't go under the falls, you know, falling rock and things like that. And an interesting story said is that in the old days, 20, 25 years ago, you never really had these falling rock signs or anything, but because of tourism and people with their shoes and bringing seeds in and, and sap, not saplings, but just all the different things introduced into the environment there. What used to be at the top of the waterfall was all moss and it held everything in like tape. Well, because of all these new plants and everything being introduced from people traveling, that's all kind of penetrated the soil up there and killing a lot of the moss, loosening up the ground, which means if the ground's loosen up, those rocks are coming down with the yeah. water and the waterfall. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so glad he told me that after I was watching these girls in the waterfall, because I'd have been freaking out. I'd have been like yeah. dad mode, girls, yeah, get, exactly. get out of there. You're, get, <laughs> get out from out of there. Right. It could be a rock fall. And so... Right. But again, it's just learning a lot about things that I would normally not really be exposed to. Yeah, no, you're right. And so that, I think, those firsthand experiences that we're trying to convey through the show, kind of bringing travel to life for you all so that maybe you haven't been able to go on a trip or you're anticipating or looking forward to a trip, maybe we can bring you some insights that are going to be valuable for that. And I think, you know, what's really cool is we have a history now, one year of doing this. And what we're really excited about is, hey, where do we go from here? Right. How can we really make this show a great value for our listeners? You know, we want to obviously inform and educate, but hopefully there's some entertainment in this from time to time. And we're going to start to focus on that a little bit more. And there's a lot of travel lifestyle. You know, we talked about the culinary piece of it. We've talked a lot of some of the different aspects of us, but there's a lot of ground to cover in that area. So the arts, the culture, fitness and wellness. We've just scratched the surface. Yeah. So mean, let seriously. us know what you if you know, by all means, we're open to feedback. If there's something that you're interested in that we really think is a hot topic, let us know because we got contacts. Yeah, we'll, you can we'll find bring us. that we'll bring yeah. somebody in to talk about those topics and clarify and expose some little nuggets and information to yeah, everybody. But absolutely. every like I said, arts, like you said, arts, dining, culture. It is such a huge our basket is so huge yeah. with what we talk about. And that know? makes it exciting. Today, we don't have a guest, but we're still going to bring in lots and lots of great guests, whether it's industry, our industry friends, or whether it's customers, customers, customers yeah. with great experiences. Well, first I mean, a pilot like Scott, Danny from the restaurant culinary side of things. So, so we're super excited about that. And we talked today too about doing some things that are really fun, are really exciting. And this is such a great platform for us to do those things. And travel is such a great, fun topic that we have a lot to work with. So, you know, moving forward, I think you can definitely expect to, number one, for us to continue and, and be here with Two Tom Stock and Travel. And number two, to kind of take things up a notch. You know, yeah. we feel like this is... Do you get the feeling that like today's the first day of the rest of our life? <laughs> Don't you get that after breakfast? I, yes. Four cups of coffee well, exactly. and today's the first day of well, my hey, life. I can get life. to connect with you and it's like plugging in to the electrical outlet. <laughs> and yeah, for sure. I think, it's, you know, definitely it's something that we want to continue to focus on. So watch for some exciting things there. Definitely, we need you to, here's what we, one thing we need you to do is give us reviews, share the podcast and refer friends because... If you think we're boring, tell us. Yeah. We're boring. Yeah, come on. If you think we suck, <laughs> tell us we suck. Because that will definitely help us from a listenership standpoint because not that we're really that focused on it. Honestly, if I was 100% honest with you, I haven't looked at like the stats of how many, you know, for a yeah, while. Yeah, we haven't looked at our stats for a while. 
Is that intentional sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> we don't say, we're not so we're not like super focused on oh, that. I'm having a great day. I think I'm gonna go take myself down a little bit and go look at the stats of two times talking travel. But that's not the objective. We're not we're still doing this for our own therapy. You know what? If you do send us an email or if you do message and say, or rate us and say we suck, you It'll know, what? we're still, still going to do it. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not, yeah. we're not getting oh, yeah. ready to We might quit. adjust the program a little bit, right. account for that. But yeah, but we're not doing it for that. No. And so I said, we're not like super focused on, oh my God, how many people listened or, but that doesn't mean we don't want that. We do. We'd like the footprint of those that are hearing what we have to say and listen to this conversation grow. Absolutely. So any way you can help us with that, we'll take it. Right. And there's a couple of things that you probably want to hear us say as we're wrapping up today, not wrapping up today's show, but, you know, as we kind of come into the end of the show, we should talk a little bit about the current state of travel. I mean, it's, as I listened back on all our podcasts, one through 15, it was always, things are opening up a little bit more. Things are opening up. It's like almost like the same, you know, you're getting tired of saying the same story, but today we can actually say everything's opening up hugely. Yeah. The world is now open. It is. For the most part. Yeah. And we've had our first cruise ships depart out of the U.S. ports without any major incidents or situations or no negative press. We have Europe. I've had my first Three or four clients returned from Europe already. So their experiences were confusion on the testing. There was some anxiety about making sure they uploaded, downloaded the proper paper, kind of like what I was saying about Hawaii. But once they were in destination, there was enough to be open for everybody to experience and have a good time. The mass situations in certain countries and towns was still in effect. So people were used to traveling that way. And right now... When you talk about a year ago, if you were to talk about a cruises a year ago, you know, everybody in the world thought, geez, cruising is done. It's never going to come back. It's going to be, you know, but statistically right now, cruising is probably the safest mode of vacationing right now because all the processes they have in place. Exactly. Yeah. They've had to, based on all the CDC requirements, they've had to do so much like their own proof of safety. And I am along those lines, I'm really excited for John DiOrio and Virgin Voyages. Like they have been waiting forever for the Scarlet Lady to sail. Yep. And John was one of our guests. Yeah, John was guests. one of our original guests. Well, yep. So just seeing that, like a friend like that and for a product like that, that's so fantastic that they just been sitting there waiting for their first cruiser. With this gorgeous ship and this great brand and all these great people. And to see that come to life is very, very satisfying. And to stick it out, to be able to make it through such a tough economic times. I mean, when you talk about the other insight that I would provide our listeners is that it's July right now. And coming that October, November, December timeframe, your sun and fun destinations in Mexico and the Caribbean are going to be very, very difficult to find space. Yeah. And depending on what gateway you're flying out of, airfare is going to be high. Yep. People are in the mindset of, hey, the pandemic's over, deals should be abundant and it should be cheap. And it's like that window is closing right now very quickly. Right. So for the next few weeks, maybe a couple months, you can still get some decent deals. But once you get in that late September, October, November timeframe and early December, a lot of that space and a lot of those flights are going to be very expensive. So don't wait. I mean, if you're somebody that's looking to get a deal and you want to save a buck or two, you're going to probably have to plan on going in the next couple yeah. of months and being able to turn around. But as I say that, make sure your passport's valid. Yeah. That's the thing I'm up against with a lot of people that want to leave now. Yeah, no doubt. Is that's... that your passport's got to be valid. 
And if not, expect about a five-week turnaround minimum, yeah. I think, is what you're looking yeah. at. You can pay to expedite it, of course. But the insight is, if you're looking to do that, and then what happens after that October, November, December window, you have peak season, January yeah. through April. Yeah. Peak season, so prices are going to be higher. Space is, again, going to be limited. So if you're thinking of doing a spring break or a winter break vacation to a sun and fun, get a hold of your travel agent right now and start working with them. Got to be proactive. Yep, no doubt. So passport, we got a lot of P's. Passport, proactive. I also think another P word is patience. Traveling, it has become a little bit more difficult, a little bit more of a hassle, a little bit more of hoops that you have to jump through. So we have to express, you just have to be patient and work through some things and be better prepared because you know I was just in Cancun with my daughter and we took her friend for our summer trip. And you just have to have patience. You got to wait in line a little bit longer. You got to fill out a bunch of forms. And in the big scheme of things, is it really that bad? No, but we're not wired like that, right? We don't want to stand in line for 45 minutes checking in for our flight. We want to zip, 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 away we go. Our vibe is not to, to do that, but hey, you know what? The reality of it is just have to be a little bit more patient, have to be a little bit more forgiving of people and giving them a chance because a lot of companies, as we all know, we hear it all the time in the news, people are short-staffed or they're having difficulties getting people in the travel industry is no is definitely not exempt from that. So without a doubt, without a doubt, today's show, if there was anything I would pick out of today's show is what you just said. That is a great observation is patience is truly, truly needed across the board. And let's do a PSA right here. Patience is required even if you're not going out of the United (laughs) States, man. Let's say that people just be a little bit calm and a little bit more. Just take a breath. breath. In the big scheme of things, like for our trip, we had a four night trip and yeah, we needed some patience on the front end. We needed some patience on the way out. But in between, we had all that time and all those experiences and all the positive aspects of the trip. Yeah, we had to pay a little bit of a price in the beginning and at the end, but it's worth it. Absolutely. And it is what it is. It's not like you can't change it. You can't fight it. It is what it is. So just have the right mindset. Go into it with some patience and the attitude that says, hey, you know what? I understand this is the current state of affairs and we can do this. It's almost like the people that are truly feeling this more is guys like you and I that have continuously traveled for the last year where it was a piece of cake. Nobody's on a plane. Nobody's in line. Everything's great and easy. You know, you get your selection of seats and rooms and this. Now all of a sudden it's busy and I'm traveling. I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. I mean, I'm not quite sure what (laughs) it is. You know, I get confused. It's but it's at the end of the day, I put my own feelings aside, and it's great to see planes full. It's great to see people traveling. It's great to see people out experiencing the world. And then as we wrap this up, that's truly what we're finding with our clients. So anybody out there listening, this is probably going to hit closer to you. I mean, you may not necessarily just want to go sit and lay at that pool for five days like you would normally do. You are yearning for something a little bit different. Maybe the five days or two days, you're going to get out and do an excursion. Heck, maybe one day if you go to Mexico or Jamaica, you're going to say, you know what? I want to rent my own car. I want to adventure out. I want to, you know, Jamaica, I've done renting of the motorcycle for a day and just kind of zipping around the island. But there's that longing for something different, the the Mm -hmm. immersion in the culture and You know, working with your travel agent, they're going to be the one that says, yeah, I wouldn't recommend that for this trip. Or, you know what, Bob, you've been to Jamaica or Mexico 10 times. You know it well. You know what to expect. Yeah, go ahead. Get a little excitement. Make sure you take the insurance. Right. (laughs) But get out and experience a little bit more. Yeah, experience stuff. I mean, one of the things that I aspire to do, and I, I need to do a better job of this, but there's so many like give back opportunities. 
when we do our group trips, sometimes for with our vendors, there's these give back aspects. And I personally need to do a better job of that. In all these destinations, there's so many great opportunities to give back to the communities, to help local schools, to be supportive of what their needs are. And they need it and we're capable. And what happens in a lot of these cases is that even though you're trying to help them, it helps you too. You come away with a really good sense. So I'd that's one of my goals going forward. How can I incorporate travel with my daughter who I was just on the Cancun trip with? How can I incorporate that just to be more mindful? Because those are such great experiences. And my commitment is, how do I do a better job on, on the give back side of things? Because opportunities like we talked about Tourism Cares, opportunities are out there if you want to find them. And your agent can help you, you know, to make that happen. So think about that too. Tommy B, two great, great points. You know, I'm just you on just, a roll today. It's 50s, 2-0. You got the patience and you got the give back. Yeah, I mean, well, you are. Who are you today? That I is know, fantastic. Well, you give me enough coffee and, you know. <laughs> plug in. Plug into the plug Tom in. Carnes electrical outlet. But no, people, we so much enjoy doing this. Like for us, like Tom said, we're doing this because we love to do it and we have such a great time and we're going to continue to. So, But our two-year-old, two-year-old, two Tom's talking travel is going to look a little different. Yep. I think, don't you think? I think it will. It's always an evolution, right? Otherwise you die, right? If you don't, you go away. And we'll kind of see how that all shakes up. But we are excited. You know, we hope that you are too, that this brings a little bit of enjoyment uh, to you as you're on your walk. On your walk, on your bike. (laughs) On your bike, in the car. In the car, driving cross country. When you've listened, when you've completely finished the whole internet, there's only one thing left and it's two times talking travel. Yeah, no, like I'm done with Netflix. Like I watched every (laughs) show. So now it's like, what else we got? Oh, Uh, two times talking travel. mm, I can do that. Maybe I'll watch them all (laughs) over again. Maybe I'll watch The Walking Dead for the third time. There you go. So anyways, folks, one year anniversary is in the books. Um, I so much enjoy doing this with you, Mr. Tom Carnes, LaMakia Travel. Right back at you, Tommy B. Yep. It's uh, one of the best parts of my day. That's awesome. Mine too. And just again, brings back the whole reason I do what I do and how much I love the industry. Absolutely. So So cheers to you. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you. Anniversary number one, I think is paper. It is? (laughs) I got you a napkin. Thank you very (laughs) much. You're welcome. Hey, everybody, I'm Tom Brusso, Sensational Beach Vacations in Pewaukee, Wisconsin. So please keep us in mind. And then I have my colleague here, Mr. Tom Carnes. Owner and president of Lamakia Travel, co-owner with my lovely wife, Monica. We got to get her back on. Down in K-Town. She, yep, Kenosha, Wisconsin. So thank you very much, Lamakia Travelable. Here's my shameless shout out, celebrating our 90th anniversary, 90 years family owned and operated. So very proud of that. And give us a shout. And if you don't want to give us a shout, check out my boy, Tommy at Sensational. You got it. Hey, everybody, thanks so much for uh, listening. And we'll see you back very, very soon. Be good, everybody. Be good, everybody.